get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 232 of the What Up, Though? Podcast. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm just tired. Um, <laughs> I think all of this 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 racial injustice and shit is just, it's just fucking with me, dog. Like, I've been really exhausted the last couple of weeks, man. Uh, I ain't been sleeping well. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been crazy, dude. Uh, yeah, same here, man. I've been having, like just like a really hard time getting through the day. And it's one of those things where it's like everything else, everything else that happens throughout the course of the day seems so irrelevant by comparison. So it's like, you know, you might be at work and, and I, I don't know what you do in a specific sense, but like, like what, what your day to day might look like, say somebody, I don't know, emails you and they're like, Hey Otis, we need uh, this X task done. Or uh, do you have any information on blank? And it's like, for me, those sorts of things are kind of like, I don't give a fuck about that stupid fucking thing. Like, it's like, it's like nothing it's, it, it's for me, it's almost like nothing else matters. Like, obviously, like important stuff, like, you know, your family and things like that. But like, you know, like just the, the random everyday things that take place. It's like none of that shit matters to me anymore. I'm just kind of like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't know. What's that got to do with all these black people dying? <laughs> like, what's that got to do with these whole ass police? Yeah, nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, my job isn't taxing, like physically taxing. You know, I sit at the desk and a lot of shit. So it was like, I got to work and somebody's like, yeah, someone came to your desk looking for you. And I just like, uh, man, I'm glad I missed them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> did you say that or are you thinking it? <laughs> I was thinking that. No, it was my okay. boss that said it. So I really couldn't say it. Oh, okay. That. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, I was just like, yeah, whatever. Then the guy finally came back. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I was supposed to go back to give him some information. And somebody like, did you get back to him? I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot. Like, <laughs> I'm just not into it, dog. Like, I had two months off work, and I need a vacation. Because that was not – it was I was off work, but it was just like a stressful, like, I'm trying not to die of COVID off work type shit. <laughs> right. And so I was like, nah, I just really need a fucking vacation. I just want to – go somewhere maybe just a long weekend dude i just want i mean and i guess it wouldn't be the the i guess the the difference would be with no responsibilities because i could sit at home and drink and smoke and shit but just not have any responsibilities for i could just do three days of just no responsibilities and shit on and off napping smoking drinking just you know not having to worry about shit so yeah i'm 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 in that space too um, I don't know when I'll get that time, like, completely. Like, we have um, – my wife and I both have uh, uh, Juneteenth off work, and then I also have the following Monday. So, like, that Father's Day weekend, I got a four-day weekend. But, like, man, when you got small kids, you don't totally get it off. You just you just, you just don't got to go to you're work. Just off, you're just off your work. <laughs> yeah, you're off, you're off work, but, you know, for, for you know, parents – you know, families like yourself, you know, you got mm-hmm. young ones. So there's no real, the, 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 the clock only stops at work. Like, mm-hmm. so. yeah. So we won't get time to actually not have to do shit until we can um, start having people 
babysit again, which will largely rely on the border opening back up. So, yeah, because you can't do any traveling across uh, for like recreational, right? Right. Nah. And you can't even like, uh, like my wife could go over by herself because she has immediate family over there. So she could go, but we couldn't. At least I don't think. Uh, so is your wife a dual citizen? My wife was trying to ask me about this and I was like, I don't know. Um, yeah, she is. She dual citizen. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So that's another reason she could probably go too. Like even if she didn't have immediate family over there, she could probably still go just because she's a citizen. Right. Like it's not like okay. it's not like traveling. It's like, you know, I'm going back to where I'm from. <laughs> like, right. The- so, I, but I don't know. I, mean, I could be wrong about that, but because it still it still could be like, yeah, you're a dual citizen, but do you really have a reason to be over here? <laughs> Because yeah. I feel like they can't deny her entry, but I also feel like eh, maybe they could. I don't know. But either yeah. way. I mean, I got a coworker that comes back. I mean, obviously he has a, a whatever documents that he can, that he works here, over here. So, um, and they never stop that shit. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. But yeah so. We need the, we need the borders to open back up so we can have some, some folks babysit and then maybe we can have some time. So uh, who knows? Maybe. You know, the border opens back up. If it opens up at the end of July or late, late July, we'll probably go over there um, fairly frequently to visit. But like as a family, as far as like dropping the kids off to, for them to babysit and then us having some time. Um, yeah, that, I don't see that happening prior to, I don't know, some point in August, maybe even September. So I don't know. Yeah. And to, you know, so Michigan, uh, opens back up i guess fully the on the 15th uh yeah or yep, the pretty I much guess the executive order will be over on the 15th um, yeah so. like I, I think yeah i think pretty much everything will be open just with still you know wear masks and stay far apart that kind of stuff but yeah, yeah uh, i think so bars opened up this this past monday at uh i guess 50 percent capacity i'm assuming restaurants as well bars restaurants at 50 mm-hmm. percent capacity or whatever and i still don't feel comfortable going into place although i have a work lunch tomorrow i have to go to excuse me uh-huh. and and uh i really i'm really kind of hesitant about it like but that's what i said like how can they force you to do that though he can't, he's like... not forcing me in me actually oh, i want to okay. go i mean it, so it's not a I, I could back out um but it's like I'm at work, and um, with motherfuckers all day. I don't know, you know. I I know I'm invite myself to other people, but I still don't know the fuck people at my job be around and shit. So, mm-hmm. and knowing them being a predominantly white place, they're probably everywhere anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah. So that was just weird. I was just all the whole time and thinking like, man, I do not want to be in a fucking restaurant. Man, I get I get invited to go to a work lunch tomorrow, and I'm like, fuck. Um, but yeah, um, a lot of places that's been open has been seeing spikes. So I feel like this second wave is going to happen soon. Um, I think somewhere, I think I seen Baylor retweeted the LA or somebody had like crazy numbers recently. Um, I've seen other places have like crazy numbers jumping recently. Um, uh, so I think that that's the second wave is going to happen soon. I think, I mean, I hope that the numbers are a lot less than, that we've had over the last two months, but I don't see companies see that crazy. Part, I don't see companies shutting down like they were before. Like 
that I just don't see it happening. So it's like a motherfucker just gonna be sick and be off work. You know, I, I'm really curious of how this next couple of months go with uh with with COVID and, and so forth. Yeah, well, I'm gonna be working from home till September, so um if it comes back I'm 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 good. <laughs> yeah, my um my wife I was asking my wife today about, you know, their potential going back and they don't know. Um but she was saying how some of the people like she works for they 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 work for people at U of M and U of M is not going back to next year, at least the departments and stuff that she's affiliated with that she that she works with. Uh Damn. Right. So I mean, I, I think people. Well, I mean, we kind of talked about it previous on previous episodes, but we're, I think people are seeing that people can be fucking productive at home. Like to have a fucking building doesn't really people in the building, except for my whole ass company. Um, <laughs> everybody else sees that it actually works and are you know pushing that. But I think other places. Well, I think to to my company's, uh, I guess situation they own all of their property. So they're not leasing places where they have to pay, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So it's easier to say you leased a building and your lease was monthly or something. You decided to let go of that building because you, you know, you're paying rent or something. Um, but I guess being that my company owns all the buildings that we work in, I kind of like shit, we own these buildings. So we don't have to like not have people in here. And for, so I could, I partially see it on their side, but I just don't think they really give a fuck. <laughs> to be honest so uh that's kind of what I've, I've been dealing with and that's part of my stress like a lot of people have like really stopped wearing masks and shit at work i see a lot of some people too some people do like i don't i wear my mask in my office when new people come in and when i go out to like to the bathroom and kitchen and shit because uh, <laughs> i'm like at this point, I'm a, I'm a have it if I'm in my office, no matter what. I'm like I'm, you know, even though we're six six feet apart most of the time, where we sit at and stuff, um, it's the same fucking air. So I'm like, if someone has it, you know, it's probably going to happen. Um, but like, I had a guy come up to my desk today, and I just like I had to hurry up and grab my mask and shit. Like, I don't know, he just looked like he might be a carrier, and I think that I, I don't even know if that's even like. <laughs> I don't even know what to call that. It's not racist because even I wouldn't care if he was a black guy. If he looked like he looked, he would look like a carrier. Like he just had that 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 he was a guy from the shop, and it just he had that dirty look. I was just like, he looks shady as fuck. Like he might have it or something else. I'm like, why is he so close? Like it was just so many <laughs> so many emotions, man. <laughs> I can see it. Like I see somebody say that shit. Like they your COVID looking ass on somewhere. Like right. what the fuck does that like, mean? Like you look really COVID like. Like, like you fit the, it's like, you know, being black and fit the description. Like you fit the description of being, of having COVID, man. So, <laughs> so I know I, I was talking to somebody and they was telling me how they just had the antibody test and the antibody test is just a blood test. It's not that like scrub your brain suave and shit. <laughs> that shit. Yeah. So I wasn't looking for it. I, I thought that my job was going to make us do tests to coming back when they didn't. Uh, we ended up doing this, taking our temperature every day. Um, but I thought they would have made us take tests to go, to go back, but no, but I'm happy that they do have a, uh, a, a less intrusive test. Um, so I'm, I'm curious of, of all, I know you only, you, you briefly down for one protest 
but I'm curious for people who's been like down there like every day or multiple ones and marching and stuff. Um, have they decided to get tested? Because that's just a lot of breathing, a lot of <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a lot of a lot of stuff going on. And I hope a lot of those people get get tested. Because I'd be curious to see if it's going to be a spike because of the protests. I, I I mean I wouldn't be surprised. But the only thing is that like most of the people down there be wearing masks though. At least when I went, most people was wearing masks. So that could help. And you in the open air outside, so yeah, maybe. So there was a bunch of folks that I've seen that were like upset that uh, um, that the governor was protesting so close to other people. As if she was a hypocrite and telling people to stay six feet apart and all this other shit. And I'm just like, y'all are just so fucking extra, dude. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it don't take much. Like, people are going to be ready to drag her any any opportunity they get. I'm not surprised. Yeah, she's going to have to really work to stay in, stay in office because the, these uh, – uh, Republicans are um, are going to be on her ass to get her out of here, dog. Well, good luck. Um. So yeah. Hey, I got. Uh, did you get? So are you? Did you apply to do uh, uh mail in ballots? I haven't yet, but I will. So I got my information. I didn't read it yet, but I got my information in the mail the other day. So I'm looking forward to it. Although I've always, uh, you know, had pride in just actually. Um, actually going to vote, but I feel like I don't have to actually be there for this. I really, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with mail of mine in. Yeah, I, me too. I, I typically like to go, but I'm also lazy, so um, <laughs> there's always that piece. Well, I mean, for me, I don't even, I don't even call it a lazy thing. I'm just thinking like, like technology has evolved. I mean, I shouldn't even say that because there has been there are states that's been mailing in forever. So it's like why why are we in tech why are we not up on technology where we can even do that? Why are we not to the point where we can actually do ours via the internet and all of that stuff? Like I just think it's it's the the voting system that we have now is so archaic. Yeah, I mean yeah. I mean it it is. Like I I'm not I don't even really um it's not even really about uh, any kind of like, oh, I really want to do it. It, it's, it really is just laziness for me. Like, I, I'm just like, eh, I'll just do this, do it this way. The only difference is like, you can kind of like, if you mail it in, you can get it out of the way faster. But I'm also kind of like still, I kind of want to wait and see how things play out too before I do anything. Like, like if I, so I got the application too. And, uh, you know, I send it in or whatever, and maybe they won't send the ballot actually until who knows, but like, I'm like, if they sent the ballot in August I, or something like that, I'd probably still wait until like October before I actually mailed it in. So I could like, just to make sure like, I, I, I get it as close to November as possible to see, you know, just what's going on and make sure that my, whatever decisions I make are, um, based on the most recent facts because I'd hate to like mail it in and then something happens that makes me change my mind on somebody who I voted for. So I might chill on it, but yeah, I'm probably going to do it though. I'm, well, I'm definitely going to do it, but yeah, I won't mail it in until a little bit later. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely going to be a mail in. I don't really have to, I don't, I mean, I voted in person and, you know, to me, I felt was one of the more important 
presidential elections we've had, which was for Obama. And so, you know, from a black, a black pride standpoint, you know, I was at the poll and I was at the polls and I did that. Um, but you know, every, every voting session is important, um, especially now. And, uh, I'm just want to make sure that, you know, I, I vote period. So whether it's working in person or it's mailed in, I'm getting my shit. So, um, we'll, we'll see. Um, I had a couple of things I just jotted down, um, I will, uh, on one note, I, you know, I've always appreciated that you've kept the notes running for this. Um, and I really had zero input as far as the actual notes going on here, but just input for, uh, <laughs> uh, the topics when we talk about it. So just to let you know, it's, it's, it's not, uh, it, it hasn't gone under un, unappreciated. Um, uh, but I did add a couple of things that, um, kind of happened this week and so forth and wanted to get get opinions and to talk about um, the first one. I don't have much background on it, but just that so we could just have a conversation on it. Um, so as of late with all of the, uh, the protests, the biggest, the biggest thing that, you know, a lot of protesters have been pushing us has been defund the police. Mm-hmm. Um, and granted defund sounds almost like unfun, like totally not fund the police. And I don't think that's ever been what the object of of the the term was, um, at least my understanding, at least. But why do you think that th- that whole afraid of defund the police has people like really like against that? Because I've seen many a posts about people who are you know um, against the whole idea of defunding because they feel like, you know, are you saying not have police because of, you know, whatever reasons and stuff like that? Um, what's your thoughts on just the, the whole phrase of the, 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 like the fund the police? Um, I don't really, I don't really have too many thoughts on it just because I don't really know, um, what the goal is and the reason why I don't, um, have any feelings about that it's because a lot of the people saying it don't know what the plan is I said goal I meant plan uh, yeah, I don't know you. what the plan is uh, because like it defund the police is not clearly defined um, there are people who are talking about just shifting some funding from the police to other aspects that will help the community there are people that are talking about just cutting back the funding period there are people who are talking about abolishing the police force altogether so there's no there's no uh, consistency on what exactly that hashtag is looking to accomplish. And then most importantly, there's no plan in place for what you're going to do after that. And like, that's something that people are consistently saying, like once it started kind of popping off, I'm listening to my my political podcast and people are like, we don't really have a plan yet. What we're going to do afterwards, but we just want to work on blah, 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 blah. So like, you can't really put something that radical out there that's going to make people automatically people are going to be like, whoa, 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 like that's kind of a lot. Like, what are you talking about here? And then if somebody goes, whoa, whoa, whoa that's kind of a lot. What are you talking about here? And you go, I don't really know, but uh, like you can't really, you can't really kind of half-ass something like that. That's something you kind of need to roll out with like a bullet pointed plan, no pun intended. Uh, and, and just be like, you know, step one, do this, step two, do that. And this is what we're trying to end up working toward. So like I am officially opinionless on defund the police 
just because I don't like I want to see what that what the plan is and what that's supposed to look like. Um, like what's the you know, are you talking about um, shifting some money away from that to something else? Are you talking about getting rid of police altogether? And if you're talking about getting rid of the police altogether, that's a super, super radical uh, suggestion. So if you're talking about that, you definitely need to have a uh, like this is what we will do instead kind of plan. So if I hear something like that, then I'll, you know, be able to speak on it better. But right now I'm kind of just like, until they figure out what exactly it is that they want to do, I'm not really going to, I'm not really going to bother with it. Now, from my own perspective of like what I think I would like to have done, um, I think that the police force and policing in America in general is so insanely corrupted that it's probably deeper than just like, you know, they talk about a few bad apples. It's not that. It's not like, oh, we have a few bad apples. No, there's uh, there's a few bad trees in that motherfucking forest. Like, it's not no, just some yeah, apples. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's some there's some trees in that motherfucker that need to get cut down. And that's not solved by simply like uh, holding the people who are simply caught on video, uh, holding them accountable. And then you always have to remember too, not you specifically, but we always have to remember as a as a people that one this the corruption in the police force is so deep rooted and it's been going on for so long and it's only popping off now because people are starting to record it like it's been going on so it's like just because we're seeing it more frequently because people are recording it doesn't mean this is something that's just popping off right now because of some random assholes like no this is a thing so um I am in support of whatever will fix that. Um, I don't really have, um, you know, the, any ideas just because I'm just not educated enough on it yet. But my gut feeling is that it is, it might be possible that if you were trying to get rid of the police altogether and just not have police no more, theoretically, there might be some way that we can, there might be some alternative that we can come up with for public safety. So like, I think defund the police might just might not be the best hashtag or slogan. It could be something like, um, uh, like uh, I'm trying to think of a good word because I had one earlier because I put it on somebody's status, but um, something like, like reinvent public safety, something like that. Well, then I think you said, I think you were on, uh, on Axel's page where i saw okay yeah 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 that's it about it yeah. and, that's, and that was kind of that kind of prompted my uh my questioning about it um because you, you had i'm actually going to his page if you can't think of it because it was something like you like re uh whatever the fuck uh i think that's what it was like reinvent public safety or it was something that started with a r <laughs> public safety and i think that's something that people can get a little bit more behind because then that opens up the question of like where that opens up the discussion of what is what is a a non-policed uh, state look like in terms of public safety? Like if you, who's gonna, you know, basically how, how are we gonna fight crime? Because if you look at like, like Detroit specifically, that's, a, <laughs> that's the primary function of the police is to fight crime. Whereas you hop into the suburbs and to me it feels like the primary purpose of the police is to uh, increase revenue in the city by giving out fucking tickets and shit for whatever the fuck thing they can come up with. Um, and yes, there's crime in the suburbs, but I feel like that's their, 
that's their secondary duty. Like if a crime actually happens, it's like, all right, let's look into that. But most of the time it's about who can we give tickets to? Like, oh, I see a, a hanging muffler that's allowed. Ticket, <laughs> you know, that kind of shit. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not concerned with fixing that. We can get rid of that piece of shit bullshit altogether. But um, uh, getting like, how do we fight crime? Like that's that's a question that needs to be answered if we're if we're talking about defund the police. Like, you know, what does that look like? I mean, we're talking about like abolishing the police altogether. I mean, yeah, I I, I, I don't think abolishing the police uh, totally is a is a good option at all. Um, I do think that the the whole defund the police phrase has has brought more conversations because it's so over the top that it's brought more conversations to like what should you really do and granted i'm not the biggest fan of the whole defund the police phrase um but i i do think that's a topic that needs to be discussed as far as just funding period um i know a lot of cities including ours spend most of our our budgets on the police but and not but and the results are, you know, probably not what we want it to be. You know, like I, like ideally, one, like you said before, uh, in a little bit, and we said um, previous times, like there, the whole bad apple thing is just trash. There, like, there's like, like the 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 policing in America is rotten to the fucking root. Um, mm-hmm. So I just think, I mean, not literally literal burn to the ground but there has to be a, a clean slate and start it over uh mm-hmm. of what policing is um not just here but just everywhere um but i ideally i feel like police should have more requirements to be police like yes. I, I almost feel that police should have degrees to be police like there should be uh, there should you know, classes and fucking social work, de-escalation, all these things they have to do to, to talk to people. Like you have, you, you, you have doctors who go to school way longer than fucking police and they don't have to, they don't have to deal with a, 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 a person trying to kill somebody or shoot somebody or shit like that. That's not knocking doctors off. I just bring them up as far as the job that they have and how important it is. And I don't know what goes on in police training or whatever, but I feel like a lot more needs to happen with, with, with police and how they are trained to deal with people. I would even, I would even be a supporter of police being paid more if they were trained better to handle things a lot better. Um, I feel like police teachers should probably be two of the things that are probably higher paid if the training was so different where they were able to deescalate and not fucking kill black people all the fucking time. Um, so uh, I, I think it has to be a, a, a from the ground up uh, approach as far as changing how policing is uh, because it's all fucked up. You had the, well, you had the, what was it? I think it was the New York uh, police chief or something mad because the way they've been treated and stuff to, with the media and all that shit. And I'm just like, that's the way y'all been treating black folks all this fucking time. Like, <laughs> like you just mad because, uh, you know, you like one it's the whole respect thing. It's just, it's not, I don't think it, it, it shouldn't just be given to police for the sake of police. That that's an earned trust that they, they broken and no one, no one really respects the police because of all of the, sh- the fuck shit they do. Um, so it's, it has to be torn down the whole, the whole concept 
the whole premise of what policing is now definitely has to 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 go. Um, but yeah, I, I'm definitely not a fan of just taking the police away because I, there has to be policing. But the current way the police is, is is set up, the current way the policing is done, is is fucked up, and it has to be some kind of uh, overhaul of this shit. So I, I I do I do like the, the conversation because I feel like if if a, a lighter phrase has would have uh, came up out of this as far as how to deal with the police it would have been just like it probably has been for however many years. Um, you think, you know, you go back to like in the uh, 60s and shit when like the Black Panthers were like starting up and they had groups just to put, they were policing the police because the police was so fucked up and shady and shit. You know, so if always, it's a history of just police not really uh, um helping minorities or fucking up minorities and killing minorities and shit they're killing their own fucking people so like white people get, get, get killed way more than black people but it's way more white people and I'm for the life of me I don't understand why white people are not angry either but they're only angry when we get mad at police killing us which is ironic as fuck <laughs> right and, and I also wonder too I, I fully support your your idea like if we could, if, if it were possible to just kind of like wipe the slate clean, I mean, like there's, I, I, and I don't mean that in like the literal sense, just because there are some uh, good police out there who don't need to lose their jobs. But like, um, you know, if we could find a way to, to, to weed out the bad ones and then like give, like you said, more intensive hiring requirements for any replacements and, and give that same stuff to the people who they keep, like that would be... I, th- I think that'd be a really great idea. I, th- I I like the idea of maybe some advanced schooling, but even if you don't do advanced schooling, some sort of like some like psychiatric kind of evaluation or something first, because I've always been of the belief, and I'm sure this this I, I, I'm going to preface this by saying that I know that this doesn't apply to every single person who's ever wanted to become a police officer, but I feel like by and large part of the reason why uh, the police are so corrupt and so prone to, you know, brutality and, and, and killing and and all this kind of stuff is because a lot of the people who want to do it, do it because they have some sort of uh, chip on their shoulder. Like maybe they were bullied as a kid or maybe they, they lack some sort of confidence. There's something internal there that I think makes people want to, insert themselves into positions of power as easily as possible so that that way they can either kind of like stroke their own egos or feel better about themselves or in the case of some of these really bad ones um take out their um previous life's uh issues or whatever take it out on on people who for whatever reason they deem deserving of it and I don't think any of those are the reasons you need to be <laughs> becoming a police officer. It has to be for the one and only reason of you want to bring a positive difference into this world. You want to do something to help people. That's the only reason anyone should become a police officer. And if that's the reason why people became police officers, we wouldn't have this problem. So mm-hmm. like the, the, that's not why people are doing this. And the downsides, I mean, not the downside, but like the, the, uh, the other side to that, is that's probably why this would be so hard to do because the corruption is so deep rooted that 
whoever, let's, let's just say hypothetically that one person had that decision, that one person could be like, all right, let's give psych evals to every single police officer. Let's see if they have any kind of like past issues with, uh, I don't know, anything that might, that might result in them possibly displaying some sort of outward aggression as police officers. Let's say we get rid of all those folks and then we bring in only folks who have the right desires, the right reasons to want to be here, who have great psyche valves, who have like, you know, good lives prior to that, so they wouldn't be holding any kind of vendetta, that sort of thing. If there was one person in charge of making that entire decision, like, how do we know that that one person is down with, actually down with making that decision? So like, however we get to that point, whoever's in charge of, of whether or not we can make that happen, whether it's one person or whether it's something that would have to happen on a larger scale, like through voting or through, through Congress or something like that. Getting people on board with that is, would be so incredibly difficult because I'm certain that there are a lot of people who would be involved in making that decision who would not be on board with making that decision. They're perfectly fine with the police is the way they are and the corruption and the brutality and like they're perfectly fine with that. So that's the hardest part, but like, I think that that, I think that is probably one of the best ways that we could fix this would be to like, it, it, inc it exponentially increase the, uh, the criteria for becoming a police officer, especially something beyond like, uh, you know, giving them some sort of test to see if they can run with, <laughs> run with the uniform on. <laughs> like, and I, I mean, I don't know what you got to do to police, be a police officer. So like, for all I know, maybe they're already doing that shit. I don't fucking know. I doubt it, but I don't I mean, there was a physical test where you had to, I did the physical test. Oh, I know. I know there's a physical test, but yeah. I mean, I'm talking about like the, the, the psyche valve stuff. Like maybe they're doing more and I don't know about it. I doubt it, but yeah, I'm not sure um, what, what, what of any, uh, psyche value or stuff like that. But, um, yeah. So yeah, I, I just think now, you know, I think protests, we protesters have gotten the attention of, of the higher officials. And I think now, you know, I was listening to 950 the other day, um, actually Sunday, and they were talking, it was, it was talking to some people who were at whatever protest they were downtown. Cause they were at the, uh, at the spirit of Detroit. And they were talking to some of the people down there and they was like, you know, now that they got the attention, now they need to focus. Our focus is on like, you know, okay, we want to, you've got the attention. What do you want? You know? And so the conversation of what do you want, you know, needs to happen. And so hopefully these conversations can, you know, evolve into me because we can keep processing, but it, you know, the whole purpose of the protesting is to get the attention of, of people who's going to make the decisions. And so, you know, I hope that, that there are people in place that can actually have these conversations and, you know, kind of get the ball rolling on, on shit. So, um, It'd be interesting. Um, they have a lot of people that, that say they're going to continue to protest in Detroit. Um, but I, as much as I'm for people, you know, for their right to protest, it, at some point you got to have a start having meetings and getting shit actually done, you know. <laughs> so uh, we, we'll see. Um, but that's all I had with that. Um, unless you have anything else to add for that. Uh, no, I don't think so. Just, uh, I think we're on the same page here that, you know, uh, we need to do something to make sure that the people that we're hiring are, uh, actually fit for the job and not some fucko who wants to just take out all of his tiny dick aggression on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> what if that, what if that's the fix? <laughs> 
like measuring the dick size. <laughs> what, if the, what if that's it? Like, it's like all the little dick motherfuckers is the one that's killing everybody. Hey. All the big dick people are the ones trying to help. Someone, someone, <laughs> someone had a, uh, a, uh, a poster uh, to that same effect. Uh, it was something to the effect of uh, killer uh, killer cops get small dick energy or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wonder. I mean, I w- I would not be the least bit surprised, dude. Like, if they if they if they did that, like you you apply to be a police officer. The first question is like, have you had sex before? Like, yes. Okay. All right. Drop your pants. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I guess. Okay, <laughs> take out like a ruler. <laughs> All right, you're hired. Like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> right, right, right. You're you're below three inches. You're good, brother. You're good. No, um, above, 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 above a certain. Well, not above three inches, but like, <laughs> no. If you're if you're if you're under three inches, you're not hired. Like, no, you're you're you you definitely are out here ready to kill some black folks. Get the fuck out of here. Like, really, dog? That might. What if that's it, dog? Like, what if it's just? What if it's all dick envy? <laughs> And that's why white police kill black guys all the time. It's fucking dick in. So, so you had your. What if you, that's you, it? You had your police test, and then you finish it. And they cool. You wrap up like, sorry, we can you step through these doors, and then <laughs> they go through this other corridor of doors, and somebody there with a fucking <laughs> measuring stick, and you know, and a, and, and a fucking lab coat, and, and a lab coat, <laughs> and got the gloves on. Like, sir, sit down, uh, <laughs> pull it out. Let me let me find it, and then uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go ahead. Feel feel free to get it. Hard first, that's fine. That's that. It's not against like, the rules. Like we have DVDs, we have magazines. Um, yep. <laughs> make sure that you you're, you're prepared for this. Uh, <laughs> do you do you have any magazines with Rodney King being beaten on the cover? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! This guy just burst up to ten inches. What the fuck? <laughs> like, like you got a t- you got a picture of Pinky, uh, the, the porn chick, and then you got Rodney King, and then as soon as you flash the card to Rodney King, I'm like, man, yo, dick get hard. What the fuck? Dog? I just can't wait to beat niggas, man. <laughs> I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. That there, might be what it is. There, like, there, there could be damn, a good, we just solve police brutality. Man, there could be a great correlation to that, man. I think that would <laughs> I think that would that would take us to the brink of being famous and we can prove that. Mm. Well, I'm not interested in actually doing the testing, but uh No, no, not, not <laughs> by no means. Uh you could you can have your independent people do that. Um so in, Yo, we in, could make it we could make it even worse. <laughs> <laughs> it can, can it get any worse? Yeah. No, we can make yes, it can. We can make it even worse because I bet they also are like, like one of those like super, uh, like super overly masculine kind of dudes too. Be the ones be like mad aggressive, want to beat the shit out of everybody. So then you make like an extremely flamboyant gay person do the dick test. Uh, <laughs> like if, if so you could get through than, that, <laughs> like it, like if you pull it out and it's like. Mm, hey, it's like, oh shit! <laughs> if you if you did that, if you if you if you sat through that, like you pulled the dick out and it was like, bam, ten inches right on the table, and then the the gay doctor goes, okay, hey, and you cool with that? You hired. <laughs> like if you, you, if, if you pull if you, it out, if you can fight that urge, you good. Yeah, if you can be okay with that and not be not be self conscious and, and you secure enough in your manhood. That that the gay doctor can like wink at your dick and you all right with it, that you hired. Oh, but if you pull man. out, you pull it out, you pull out that little three inch Peter and the fucking doctor, gay doctor's like, uh, 
Put that away. You you out. You out. <laughs> we don't need you no more. Man. Mm, they gotta mm, make it mm. hard as hell to be a cop. You gotta pull your dick out in front of a gay guy, and if he likes it, you gotta you you gotta be secure in your masculinity. <laughs> that one nigga that was on Delvis podcast would fail miserably. <laughs> oh, dog, he would he he would be nowhere close to being any anything uh, of any cop. Wow, yeah, yeah, because it can't just be big. You have to the gay guy has to like it, and you have to be able to live with that. So like if you pull it out, even if it's big, if the gay guy if the gay guy likes it and you you respond wrong, and you call him a the f word, uh, you flip out and get mad. Nope, you ain't hired. Sorry, you're not cut out for this. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Well, well, we just saw we just saw police brutality. So I, I, I think we're if, good. If only, I, I'm waiting for my famous. Right. I'm waiting on my Nobel Peace Prize, and, uh, <laughs> and I'll be good. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> Like we saw for police brutality, and we like get a Nobel Peace Prize. Like Man. we award this Nobel Peace Prize to the What Up Though podcast for solving police brutality Maybe. by by discovering the correlation between penis length and and beating black people. Man, we'd be fucking martyrs. We don't even have to work anymore. I think we just 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 send me a go for me for a meal and just keep it coming, man. Shit. <laughs> mm. Oh man. All right, well, um, in transitioning. In uh, another way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, you got one more? <laughs> nah. So I don't know, I'm pretty sure you may have seen this, uh, but I don't know. Uh, did you know that uh, Hartley Sawyer was fired from The Flash due to offensive oh. tweets? Oh, yes, of course. So uh, Sky Jackson posted screenshots of of his tweets um, going back. I don't know how many years ago, but I think it's before he started doing the flash. Um, Mm -hmm. And let me see. I'm clicking on one of them. Uh, Oh, this is like 2013. Uh, So he has some fucked up tweets. Jesus Christ. So I'm gonna read a few of them. The saddest part about someone committing suicide is that they would never be able to listen to David Bowie again. Uh, date rate myself so I don't have to masturbate. Um, okay. Super Bowl, America, 80% of the prison population is African American. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, Can you repeat that one? Super Bowl, America, 80% of the prison population is African American. I'm not sure where he was going. What does that have to, what is, yeah, what is that? I don't know. I, don't I just think it's just some weird racist shit, but whatever. <laughs> uh, out at dinner and I just exposed myself as a racist again. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow. So I guess, so my, my question is, is once a, once a racist, always a racist? I mean, Okay, but I mean, to me, those tweets don't sound racist. They sound like bad jokes. No, they are. I mean, but I I mean, mean, he has racial connotation. But I, I, I don't know the guy. I don't. I don't even watch the Flash, so I've never probably even seen the guy act. I've never seen an interview of the guy, so I know nothing about him other than what I've seen today. And I guess you know, this just goes with you know, uh, just the, the cancel culture that we have. Like, um, is that a reason to 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 cancel the guy out? Uh, th- like those? Are you talking about those tweets specifically, or just like old tweets? Well, 
both. I guess we can say with both. Those tweets specifically and just old tweets in general. So I think I think old tweets in general, but it kind of depends on what they are. Like uh there's certain things that I think you can grow out of. Like I think his tweets just sound like childish tweets that are trying to be funny that are just bad jokes like it's kind of the same shit that james gunn uh got in trouble for like james gunn is the guy who directed the guardians of the galaxy movies and they found some old tweets of his that were like really really in poor taste and so they fired him from uh from guardians 3 and then there was actually a backlash because people were like these tweets aren't that bad it's just like it's just bad jokes like it's like it's bad it's in poor taste like stuff like that but nothing like racist or anything like that and that's kind of what these tweets sound like to me like they're just like bad jokes um so if i look at okay i i I don't know how old this guy is like i've I've seen him on the flash um his character is whack as fuck but regardless of that um let's say he's 30 right now and let's say he was 20 when he did those tweets like a 20 year old doing just like thinking that that's funny and just like putting out really bad, unfunny, tasteless tweets 10 years ago, I'm probably going to be like, nah, fuck it. But if you put out, if you're 30 and 20 years ago, you put out tweets like, I don't understand why these niggas ain't getting killed more, get killed more often, you know, something like that. Like that's not something that even if you do grow out of that, that's something where I'm just kind of like, eh, well, fuck you. Who cares? Like, whatever consequences you get suck it up buttercup right, too bad right, right. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. shouldn't have said it so uh, it, it kind of depends on the tweets kind of depends on the circumstances like because also like i don't think any of those tweets that you read are worthy of being fired from a tv show but like if let's say for instance you had something like a little bit a little bit worse than that right where you got to kind of think about it is this person 30 now and say 18 when they made those tweets so you can get like oh maybe this person just like matured and they were just young and dumb or is this person 50 now and was 43 when they made those tweets <laughs> so it's like okay uh i don't think there's too much growth happening if you're putting tweets out like that at 43 and now you're 50 so i don't know i think that, i think there's it kind you kind of got to take them on a case by case basis because if you look too like it um back when like the Me Too movement was really getting motherfuckers. Like, and I, I and I don't even want to make it sound like the Me Too movement was like attacking folks, but like there was a time period where everybody was getting caught up. Right, right. Like you had like in a short time span, you had like uh, uh, Louis C.K. got caught up. Um, the dude who who we just talking about last week, the dude from NBC. And I was like, didn't he have a trap door or something or a button oh, on there? Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. Yeah, he got caught up. Like there was like a like a time period where like there was like people were just getting caught up like one after the other, one after the other. And then um Aziz Ansari got caught up. And then when you read what the woman was saying uh happened, people were kind of like, that just sounds like a bad date. Like that doesn't sound like it's it sounded like you it's i can't remember the details of the story but like that was what i got when i was reading it too it didn't sound like she was sexually assaulted it sounded like she was having sex with him and she didn't like how it was or she thought that he was kind of creepy afterward and then tried to have sex again or something like like that It, it sounded like there was no assault she just didn't like how it was so she made it sound like he assaulted her and because of that he didn't really get as strong of a backlash like there were people that was defending him like uh, he like 
okay, yes, he might, yes, he's kind of weird. Yes, he's kind of creepy. But based on your own words, it doesn't sound like you were sexually assaulted. It sounds like you're a willing participant in this date and in this sex, and you just thought he was weird and creepy and you didn't like it. So then you were like, assault. And so, so I think it's one of those things where like, sometimes uh, people can kind of get caught up in like the, the, like the, the rush of let's get as many of these people out the paint as we can. And I think that's what happened to James Gunn. And that's why they ultimately, they dialed it back and they hired him back to do uh, Guardians 3. So like with this guy, I, I don't know. Like I said, the, just based on the tweets you read, I don't think it's worth firing him off of a TV show. They just sounded like really bad, like really bad jokes to me. Like he said, expose myself as a racist at a restaurant. Like that sounds like it's meant to be funny because he didn't say anything specifically like, hey, just call the guy a nigger at a restaurant. That's a different right, story. Right, 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 right. yeah. Yeah, I, so, I, I definitely I agree with that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I felt like that may have been that may have not been a, the biggest reason to do it. But I've seen that he's since deleted his Twitter account. And I just feel like he doesn't have any good PR people because it seems like the thing to do when shit like that happens is to immediately address it and mm-hmm. stay online. No one says you have to read the fucking tweets, but keep your shit on, keep your page on fucking line, address it when it happens. You know, if you're, if you're purely not that person anymore, or they were just tasteless jokes, explain that shit. And then just, it, it's, you're going to catch it for a while. But when you totally leave, and like try to just you know not be around that i think that's when it becomes worse and i've seen it so many times for a lot of people um address that shit and you know let time take its course but now it's been days and now you gotta act at some point you have to put out a fucking statement you could have just put that statement out initially um and then just you know let time take its course if you fire you're fired but now you're you're fucking up the, the future money not you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah. One, so that's one part of it. Two, for the life of me, I cannot understand why in this day and age of how old tweets get people, I cannot understand for the life of me why they don't have somebody around tell them delete everything. The oh, minute yeah. you become super famous, delete all that fucking account would not even been there. Yeah, like, no, that's, that's, that's just, what I would that's do. just crazy to me. I don't understand how they still have that shit around. These are tweets from 2014, 2012. Man, if you don't delete that whole fucking account, dog, and start a new one, if you really got to be on social media that bad, that account would have never been a fucking round, dog. Yeah, I would Ever. hate to. I would hate to delete my account now as a nobody. But if I got famous, fuck my account. Delete every tweet on that bitch because I know I've said some problematic shit. Oh, and, I'm, I'm I'm pretty certain. So I'm pretty and, certain and, I have. So. And and even then, and I don't even know if I've said anything problematic enough that I couldn't defend it. Like I feel like probably most of the stuff that I've said is problematic. I could probably defend it, and I don't understand because like if somebody coming me like, "Yo, you said white people out here fucking up." Well, white people was out there fucking up. They are fucking (laughs) up, and they were fucking up. So (laughs) that's Um, the that's the most problematic my tweets probably are is like talking shit about white people. The more the more I think about it, I probably I haven't said anything that I couldn't defend. That that would have been bad to that effect. I ain't. I've never said. I've never said nothing about you know the f word. You know to people. I ain't never called nobody that. I ain't. You know I ain't never called women something stupid, crazy that wasn't at least deserving at least. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I wouldn't be. But if I was. But even not knowing totally, 
if I was to somehow tomorrow become super, oh, that that that, that count is gone. It's, yeah. it's, it's done because you you it's hard to come back from that shit. You can't. It's it's damn near impossible for a lot of people. If you, I feel like you got to address that shit fully right then and there. Address it, yeah, and, and then just let it let whatever happens. Social media happens, happen. And also, actually address it. Don't like put out some like doctored ass statement. Like, don't be like, I deeply apologize for the things that I said that might have, like, like, man, because that don't even sound genuine. Like, if, if that were to happen to me, and say I had some wild, like, racist-ass tweet where I'm just like, yeah, uh, let's kill all these niggers out here or whatever. I, I, well, I, I, that, you can't really defend that. But, like, if you had some kind of wild-ass tweet or whatever, and like you said, like, if it was something where, like, you were just young and dumb or whatever, don't put out, like, some tailored ass apology that's just bland shit you know, what i would do is i would hop on video like instagram live or facebook live and i would just explain it like look i'm 38 years old i tweeted that shit when i was 22 yes it was dumb yes it's not funny yes it was in poor taste but at the, uh, at the end of the day is anybody here the same person at 40 that they were at 20 no that's not who i am anymore that's not what i do if you, you know, if those tweets upset you, I apologize they upset you. But like at the end of the day, that was a different person that upset you, not this person right here. And it, it is what it is. Like that, that's kind of like how I would do. It. I would kind of own it, explain it, and just be real about it. And Don't like be out here fully like saying some other it. shit. Yeah. yeah. So are you familiar with the guy? It's a uh, local guy who's uh he's a, he writes for the Free Press. He was with Michigan Chronicle. Uh, Brandon Brandon Hunter. Hmm. So his his Twitter name is just call me B Hunt. He used to be with the Chronicle, but he's with the Free Press now. Anyway, black guy. Um, and I guess some I don't know if it was like a, a random Twitter account was made or something or somebody, but basically he has like these sexual allegations came against him. Oh, and, oh, okay, yep, yeah, yeah, I know that because that's the one. Uh, what's the name is Sharon, whose uh, Twitter name is quite similar to the name of our podcast. <laughs> oh, uh, Marcel? Yep. Oh, he's been posting it on it? Oh. <laughs> on, on, on Facebook. Are you Facebook friends with him? Yeah, I'm Facebook friends with him. Uh, oh, okay. He, you probably got him muted like everybody else. But uh, <laughs> he's uh, yeah. he's been posting about that a lot. Like uh, tagging the dude and like saying like, you got to you gotta say something about this. And like, he's like, ever since I found out about it, I posted about it. And then additional women have been DMing me telling me that he did this. Like, like he's been going in on dudes. So yeah, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So his approach was, and I don't know because of the legalities of him not wanting to like publicly admit this shit. Um, but so he did what I would say is not the. He pretty much admitted to it, but not admitted to it. So he did like two tweets, and that was like on the third. And his tweets was uh, says says in light of what's been brought to my attention, I want to address it from my own mouth. There's been some accusations brought against my brought to my attention, mentioned in my name that are not in alignment with my values and character. I want to be real when I say this. I respect the stand with anyone who's experienced disrespect, fear, or assault in their lifetime. I hold respect to women who have birthed me, raised me, and supported me, and interacted with me. And that was it. So the first reply is, so you're not denying it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so definitely not the way. But I don't know if it's just from a legal standpoint or not. But I'm just like, yeah, when shit pop up on the you, you – you you got to kind of really address the shit and uh yeah so yeah the only weird thing is like 
if you did do it, then what do you do? Like, you probably gotta you probably gotta say something like that. Like, if you didn't do it, you gotta fully like defend yourself all the fucking time. But it's yeah, like, like when you when you have done it, at that point, you're just uh, you're showing that you did it. Um, so, and I just it, and oh, so I'm pretty sure if you've seen that, you've seen the uh, the shit about uh, the guy that owns Centaur. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah. And so, I mean, man, I spent a lot of fucking money at that goddamn place. Jeez, we, we we all did. <laughs> very, very, very copious amounts of money. Oh man, so much fucking money, man. So I bet much. I bet both of us have probably spent three figures in there in one night easily. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I I I went there for happy hour thinking I'm gonna buy me some five dollar martinis. Next thing you know. Build one hundred and twelve dollars. Like, what the fuck? How did I get here? <laughs> yep. So, yeah, man. But, but I, I, people are just, you know, with I'm happy that that races are racists are out here exposing themselves and shit. Oh yeah, I'm loving um, it because ba-da, you know, ba-ba. right, right. Because <laughs> at this point, you know, what I'm saying they are really out here fucking crazy. Um, so. Speaking about that, um, the owner or one of the owners of of Gurkha stepped down because of racist uh, type tweets. <laughs> I'm only laughing because, like, I saw that you posted that he stepped down in our cigar group, and I was just like, "Huh, interesting." I didn't know why. So, like. The fact that he stepped down because of that is just funny to me because, like, everybody knows they're, like, the worst cigars, too. So it's like, (laughs) you make the worst cigars and you racist? God damn. (laughs) I'm definitely not fucking with them. Yo, so um, that Brandon Brandon person is a totally different person than what I'm talking about. Okay. So that Brandon Williams is the actual – artists here in Detroit. Okay. And not and not the Brendan Hunt that I'm talking about. I just went back to Marcel's page. I was like, oh shit, there's so, another person. Wait, so is Marcel the is the guy that Marcel's talking about, is that the guy you were talking about? No. Oh shit. So it's two different guys named Brandon that's out here. Brandon uh, and Brandon and Brendan. Oh okay. Brandon so Williams we- and then B Hunt. I mean Brandon Williams and Brent Brandon Williams and then Brendan Hunt. So which one is the one who posted that statement that you mentioned earlier? Brendan Hunt. And that's not the guy Marcel was talking about. No. This is a whole okay. different person. Damn, oh, a whole okay. a whole ass fucking rapist. Different one. <laughs> With a similar ass name. A Brandon and a Brendan out here raping folks. All right. I think I followed this motherfucker on on Twitter too. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> And when you were, it's weird because when you were telling the story, you said that he addressed it, and I was like, I thought I remember clicking on uh, his Twitter page, and I didn't see that he addressed it at all. So I'm like, oh, I guess I missed it. But no, nah, okay. he, nah, that's a different, whole different person, and he hasn't, uh, he hasn't. I don't know. I don't, I don't see his tweets since. I don't know. I think he might be muted or some shit. I don't even know. Uh, wow, that's fucked up. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, so the guy from Gurkha, Kazad Hansoda, whatever the fuck his name is, he retweeted a bunch of shit about 
George Floyd and black on black crime, you know, all the shit that racist white people do when they're trying to justify uh, why we shouldn't be mad about a George Floyd being killed and shit like that. And so um, I'm pretty sure he's been the owner, uh, creator of Gurkha. And so they were supposed to do uh, a, a Zoom, I think yesterday or today or something addressing it. And then I ended up seeing the article that he stepped down as a chairperson for, for the, uh, from the company or whatever. First off, they're terrible cigars. And <laughs> you stepping down doesn't change that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm just curious of how many people are really going to really stop fucking with the, the cigar brand because of that shit. But yeah, he, he was, he posts some crazy ass shit. I don't, I, I don't know where to fucking, I can't find the, the, uh, the post he did, but yeah, it's just wild as fuck. But he, but I, from what I understand, he's been like a person like that for years. Um, and I, you know, in this, in this time where people are paying a lot more attention to shit, um, I guess he just got caught the fuck up, but it's a lot of black people that fucking smoke Gurkha. I don't think he knows the reach of all of the people that actually, actually smokes fucking Gurkhas and shit. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know anybody who really fuck with them. I mean, I just look as far as like I see him on you know random pages and shit like that. Um, but yeah, so he posted some shit like uh, why do black my why do black lives matter when when they only kill by whites that you know shit you know shit like that. And then he re- he posts from this one page that's probably one of the most racist pages I've ever seen on uh, Facebook um, called Herotic heroic outfitters hmm. um, and it's it's actually a clothing company or some shit so I clicked on their page and they were posting shit about George Floyd saying that he was uh, <laughs> uh, that he was running a, a porn syndicate or some shit <laughs> I'm like, well, first off, porn isn't like illegal. So <laughs> that sounds like a good profession. Right. So matter of fact, the first post they just did an hour. The first post I go on their page, it's an hour ago. And this is and, and you can tell who it's for or who it's about. Seven funerals, a golden casket, a broadcast on every major network for a man who's a violent felon and a career criminal. Soldiers die and family gets the flag. <laughs> so they are really upset about fucking George Floyd and the attention George Floyd's getting. Man, I I don't know if you saw it, but I retweeted something that uh I don't even want to say her punk ass name, Candace Owens. Um oh, something shit. that she tweeted. Um but yeah, she's on the same shit. Like, hey, let's just completely drag this man's name and how he doesn't deserve to have a funeral and not have a funeral, but he doesn't deserve to be celebrated and blah blah blah. And it's like I don't I don't know if she doesn't get it or if she is purposely um, trolling. Like, cause I, there's a part of me that like at this point, if you are still thinking like, or, or not even, th- I'm going to take, I'm going to restart at this point. If you are still trying to divert attention away from the point of the movement, you're either willfully ignorant or you're just a dumb piece of shit because there's like George Floyd could have done every drug under the sun. He could have gotten arrested for whatever the fuck possession, 
uh, 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 stealing. I don't, I don't know, whatever the fuck, whatever kind of shit in his past that Candace Owens wants to bring up has absolutely nothing to do with what the police did. It's not even about, it's not even so much about, um, about him dying. It's, it's about the whole, his, his dying, his death was, is, it has been the spark that has made people say enough is enough of what the police are doing. So when you bring up all his past shit and be like, Oh, there's no reason to celebrate this person. It's not about George Floyd. Like he's the face of it because his death was what sparked it. But this isn't about George Floyd. So you can bring up all his old shit. You can bring up how he's not somebody worth celebrating. He could be a complete piece of shit. It's not about that. It's about what the police did. Because at the end of the day, if even if he was a complete and utter piece of shit, he was killed purposely for no reason, with intent, by a cop who is racist. And that's the end of the story. That's, that's it. There's no, oh, he did this in the past. He did that in the past. Why does he have this funeral? Why is the funeral? On t-? None of that matters. None of it. Because it's not about George Floyd. George, it's not about him. It's about the police and what the police have been doing. So, like, no shade to George Floyd, but who he was is irrelevant. So I don't care. Man, it's not even a shade thing to him. I mean, his his lifestyle and what the fuck he was he he did in life is is not relevant to him dying. I mean, hell, there's been people who've done worse and treat got treated better, you know. So <laughs> that that you know, and 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 I automatically go back to fucking Dylan Roof, um, but. You know, no. Uh, I don't see white people bitching about how he was fucking. Well, a lot of white people. I don't see them bitching about how he was fucking treated and shit. He's treated like you know, uh, like he had saved fucking eight people in a church, not just going to the church and mold down five or six people or some shit. You know, so I mean, it's obvious uh, uh, prejudice to the point of death when it comes with police interacting with 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 black people and. Do, do anybody fucking think that fucking George Floyd would rather or rather his life be sacrificed to fucking, you know, bring reform versus him be here? I think he would trade actually fucking being here. I mean, like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, man. It, people like that who, like I said, I think she, un, I bet she understands what she's doing. I don't think she actually thinks like, oh, I'm furious about George Floyd's funeral being on TV and this guy, he wasn't even a good guy to have a shoot. Like, I don't think she actually believes that. I think she actually knows that it's not about him, but that doesn't serve her purpose as a professional troll. Like, I, I think she's got to be get, seeing some sort of revenue from this or whatever. And at the end of the day, that makes her one of the worst people that you will throw your own race and your own people under the bus and shit on this movement for what to advance your own personal shit. Like you are, you're, you're scum. If you can do that. Like, I don't understand how she sleeps at night. I really don't like, that's a a common phrase, but like, I I just don't understand how you can like, just totally just stab your, your entire race in the back and then go to sleep and be like, Oh, I got that money today. (laughs) Like got that ad revenue or, uh, I got got that money so I can do a speech in front of a whole bunch of fucking clan members or whatever the fuck whatever fuck gets her off. Like, man, what a horrible person she is. Like, she's she's either an absolutely horrible person or she's dumb as fuck. 
And either way, don't need her. I, at this point, I feel like she's just a, a horrible person. Like, even if she knows, like, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't really have nothing. I don't have nothing really positive to really say. Like, I don't, I feel like even giving her the benefit of doubt is just terrible because I, I, I just don't get it, dude. I just don't get it. Like, you just hate people that look like you so fucking much, dog. And it's just yeah. so fucking crazy. Yeah, it makes me wonder, like, you know, people always say the phrase, who hurt you? It makes me wonder that, though, about her specifically. Like, I don't think that anytime somebody's mad, like, oh, who hurt you? <laughs> but, like, I really do wonder that about her. Like, was she hurt in some way by a black person? And I don't mean hurt, like, physically, or maybe physically, but I, I mainly mean emotionally, but, like, maybe emotionally and physically. But, like, was she hurt by some black person that she, like, now has some sort of, like, disdain toward the race that's so bad that it causes her to completely miss the point? <laughs> Like, like I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I don't understand how some people's brain works. I really don't. Yeah. She's one that really confused me. And I just, I don't even, I, I've been trying to look it up because I, I don't understand how did she, how did she get her platform? Uh, like, I, I, just, I, I just don't know where the fuck she came from. Like I, I've seen people talking about how uh, some point some years ago that, uh, that Kanye kind of like big up to her or whatever. But I, I don't even oh, get it how uh how she got got her platform. It it, it just amazes me how she's like she's she's she, like the fact that Candace Owens is is something out here just really fucking amazes me. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, like I hate her face. Like I hate looking at her, dog. Like her every mm-hmm. time I see her face, it just I cringe. Anytime I hear <laughs> her speak, like I was watching a video of this guy who was just, you know, like kind of deconstructing one of her, her, her comments or something. And I was just, I didn't, after a while, I just, I, like his points were valid, but I mean, any point that, that could be valid about her isn't like, you know, uh, something that's newsworthy because it's, it doesn't take many people to realize how fucked up she is. But I'm watching it and I'm just like, oh, I hate looking at her face. I can't even watch this shit anymore. Yeah, the yeah, I hate to look at her face too. It's really hard. <laughs> Ready yeah. to be done with her. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of over her. I I haven't muted her name yet, but I think I'm just gonna have to do that. Like at least not see her on Twitter. At least, like, is there any other Candaces in the world that I would miss by muting her name? Like, I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> Uh, well, well, about the one basketball player who's kind of fine. Uh, oh, Candace Parker. Yeah. Do they spell it the same? Fuck. Maybe so. I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe you miss out on uh tweets about Candace Parker. Maybe you know what? <laughs> and that's quite all right. Yeah, I, I'm like I doubt yeah. I doubt you'd be missing much. So yeah, I, that that is quite all right. I I don't have to see any any uh any tweets about her anyway. I yeah, or, just, you can, or you can mute Owens and maybe miss some tweets about T.O. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. That's cool. That's I, 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 I'm going to say, which is also fine. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm good. No, one, no one just calls her Candace anyway, so they're going to say her name anyway. So I can mute Owens, and there's nothing else that I will be missing in life when it comes to that shit. Nope. So, yeah, I'm done with her. Man, I can't stand that bitch. Jesus Christ. My bad, bringing her up. <laughs> no, it was funny you said it because I, I just watched. I was just watching something about her. Um, 
uh, watching a video about her. And I just, it's just amazing that she, the, the, the person she is, I just can't believe it. It's really crazy. It's just really, really crazy. So, yeah, whatever. Um, you got anything else? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, cool. We can wrap up at that point. Um, I'm not even giving the spill because we haven't got any emails. And, uh, <laughs> I'm tired of saying it and no one else is emailing us. So you can find our Twitter <laughs> at What Up Though Podcast. And um, other than that, we will see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.